We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. F9. Oh, good. How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. (laughs) I'm spoiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not even going to talk. You shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocflix Movies and Apocflix Now, our weekly hangout show here on the channel where we are talking everything that is movies and television. Uh, very interesting show tonight. Um, the DC slate is officially out there. We have the entire show to do so. We're going to be talking about it, uh, breaking it down giving our full-fledged thoughts, talking about things that we hope to see in James Gunn's DCU. Uh, That'll be here in just a little bit. Uh, As you can see, it is myself, Mr. Jacob Bartley, and Brian Avalasino tonight on the panel. No one else will be here tonight, so no, the DC (laughs) enthusiast himself is not here. Um, It is is us tonight, and we're going to hang out. We're going to break this down. We're going to go through every single project one by one and talk about it all. So... Uh, gentlemen, let's start with you, Jacob. How uh, it's Tuesday, man? Uh, big, big movie news today. How, how you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing all right, man. Hey, I would say all of us are DC enthusiasts. All right, Gio's just—he's just. I wouldn't you know, even call Gio the... a DC enthusiast. I'd call him a DC like, yeah, lover. I something know, like something. We're we're more the enthusiasts because we just want it to be good. Like he's exactly. already a fan. Yeah. He's a DC cultist. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. right word. Uh, a DC uh, cultist, Jacob, you're on to something. You there know. we go. There we go. Um, no, I'm good. I mean, it's always good when you wake up to some good movie news, right? Like, I, I remember the days where, like... Wake up? It was at 9 a.m. <laughs> uh, to be fair, exactly. I, was, I exactly. woke up to it as well. Look, what Jake, the hell? some people wake up at 9 a.m., all right? It's, okay. They do. I was up I was up at 4.45. I was at the gym by 5.45. Yeah, yeah, that, but that's because your wife said she made you go to the gym this morning. She didn't make me do anything. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I get up at – or I get off of work at 6. I stay up to, like, midnight doing homework. I can sleep till 9. But I yeah. will say um, I feel like I haven't been on camera or video or anything in, like, a month. It just, it just since, feels since that casting way. Casting table, I think. Jacob. Yeah, um, but I did lose my voice for like a week, so that probably has to do with it. But I will say, excuse. You see my uh, blanket in the background. Um, I will say, you know, my team lost. Forty ers are out of it. I'm hey. Sad they lost, oh. but I'm relieved because I don't have to think about football for a long, long time. So I'm actually relieved about that. Classic 49er excuse. Just yeah. classic, <laughs> right? I didn't make any excuses. <laughs> uh, Brian, how about you, man? Oh, I'm chilling. I'm making the the wheel right now. Because mm-hmm. nice. we've gotten to a point where you guys' lists, I haven't seen any of these movies. So what I do is I just put your whole entire list in there, spin it four times, and those are the four movies. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so for those who don't what know what Brian's do? talking about, he's what making I- the... The wheel for the movie watching challenge. I mean, yeah. you could like. I mean, I, I guess that would take too long, but yeah. 
Well, I mean, what am I going to do? Be like, I think you should like uh, this movie because... Wait, I've so Brian seen... should watch all of the movies on our lists and then yeah. go challenge us. Absolutely. So we not. can, we can already... challenge him to the movies on our list so he can then challenge And then he'll like movies. have seen all these movies that we haven't seen, <laughs> which would be yeah. crazy. I already yeah. have Dom texting me and he's like, I think you should watch this movie. And I'm like, I don't have enough time. Hey, is all- Dom on Discord or is that not him? No, Dom it. stick is Dom, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we got him on a social media, kind <laughs> of. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Dom. So I would, I would consider Discord social media. Yeah, it yeah. is. But I, I am glad because I, I like Dom's opinions. So glad to have you on there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, well, gentlemen, let's let's get to this. Uh, let's start this show off before we get to the crazy this that is the DC stuff. Let's go ahead and start the show off as we always do here on the channel with the movie watching challenge. Uh, I feel like that's just it's like mid pack. It's just well, yeah, that was mid. And make a a thing of my best one and go from there. I, no, if, if I make a sound, it's not going to be of you. I, Perfect, Jake. I want like metal clanking, like. Ting, ting, movie watching okay challenge. mr power ranger like okay, that relax. what do you mean Jacob, the the flute oh that would be cool that'd be yeah. cool uh um, has no idea what we're talking about no yeah. no idea okay so last <laughs> week uh brian <clears throat> spun the wheel and he landed on the incredible modern day western that is hell or high water chris pine um ben foster jeff daniels uh jeff bridges excuse me not jeff yeah daniels. jeff bridges jeff daniels um, will be a complete Totally different character. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Bridges is not Jeff Daniels. Um, and we're going to hear his thoughts right here, and then we're going to get to the second part of this uh, segment. So, Brian, take it away. Just a few minutes here. What did you think of Hell or High Water? <coughs> yeah. No. It was really good. It was good. I was surprised. Uh, I kind of liked uh, how, like, you kind of knew, like, where it was heading in the sense of like you knew that they were it at some in some capacity these two roads were gonna like cross so it's just kind of like wondering when it's gonna happen and then when it does it obviously is not great for some um especially one one i literally gasped out loud when it happened uh, I mean, the movie's been out for a few years. Spoilers for Hello High Water. Which one are you speaking <laughs> yeah. on? Uh, so, spoiler. Three, two, one. Uh, when his partner gets shot in the head, mm-hmm. I gasped. Yeah. I was like, like, I rewind, rewound <clears throat> it because I was like, no, like, that really happened. I was like, because I didn't see that coming from a mile away. Um, so that was shocking. Um, I loved the ending in the sense of like how uh, Jeff Bridges went over to uh, his house at the end and was just like, I'm going to get you one of these days. He's like, sweet, I'm going to get you too. And it's just like, you're just like, that conversation's great. Yeah, I love that scene. It was yeah. that it's was such great. a good open ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and usually I despise endings like that in the sense of like leaving them open, and you're just like you just kind of want that definitive ending. But in this case, it was it was pretty neat. I I liked how they um 
how they did that. Um, I think if it didn't have the like, I mean, in no way is this like an action movie, but um, you do get like the, the shootouts. Yeah, like the bank <clears throat> robberies, like that kind of kept me um, my attention. Satisfied. Yeah, well, because you, I have horrible, like, movie watching ADHD when I'm at home at a movie theater. I'm totally fine because that's what you're there to do. But at home, it could be any movie. I'm probably gonna like grab my phone, get up and go get a snack, like something, something. Um, so if it didn't have that, I think we'd be having a completely different conversation. Um, but yeah, no, it was real, really good. I'm pleasantly surprised because I did have a couple people send me messages like either like you're going to hate this movie and, or like, I like a bunch of other things. So, uh, hmm. so I was pleasantly surprised that and although I, it wasn't so much a western as i thought it was going to be it's literally just more like the fact well, it's that a modern day western i guess for me i i think i was expecting western but it's obviously not uh cowboys and whatnot it's just literally set in texas um but yeah it was good that's pleasantly surprised it's good to hear because hella high water is one of my favorite movies of not just that year but overall i think the movie is absolutely it's, fantastic it's great um, wait does brian watch yellowstone no he no i need to okay. I, my mom yells at me it's from the same creator taylor sheridan so yeah, yeah that's yeah uh, so the guy who has like five shows on tv right now. and i will say the partner yeah. in hella high water gil birmingham is a big part of yellowstone yep he's great well, in like yellowstone yeah, he is the uh, he's basically the Indian um, the Indian mayor, governor. I guess yeah. is what you could say. He's, he's like the, the leader, leader of, of the, the tribes. He's of the, the leader of the reservation. Area. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> um, just like, just yeah, like I guess sure. Yeah, it, like... It's it's a little different, but yeah, it's similar. He's essentially just the leader of the reservation. Uh, he's like the political leader of it. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what title he holds, but yes, um, it comes from Taylor Sheridan. Uh, Taylor Sheridan does. I mean, he's. I think his writing is incredible. You know, I know that you two aren't fond of it, but he did Sicario, he did Wind River, he did Hell or High Water. He's now doing Yellowstone. He does the Yellowstone yeah. spinoffs. He does Mayor of Kingstown. He Tulsa does King. Tulsa King, which I haven't watched, but I heard it's good. Tulsa King is very good. He does a lot of different stuff, um, and he's very, very good at it. It all has a very similar tone. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a modern day uh, gangster tale in different settings, right? Whether it be Montana or yeah. um, Oklahoma or anything like that. That's that's the type of stories he likes to tell. And they're very, very good. So um, very nicely to hear. I, I really like that you like this movie because it's such a good film. Um, I will say it, it did give me pause to whether or not I should rewatch re Sicario. You should rewatch Sicario and you should also rewatch Wind River, I think. Oh, God. I know you didn't like it the first time, <laughs> but I'm telling you, if you rewatch it, you might have a different feeling. I, I, I love Wind River. There, didn't you he might have a different Wind feeling. River. He directed uh, both this and Wind River. Oh my! He needs to make more. Tyler Sheridan, 
Make some more movies, please. Taylor Sheridan. Taylor, Taylor Sheridan. Make some more Tyler movies. Tyler Sheridan please. Cyclops. Tyler Sheridan is uh Ty well Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan, yeah. I'm tripping. Uh yeah, Taylor Sheridan. He's too busy with TV, Jay. I know, but just every once in a while, like once every five years, just give me sure. a movie. Sure. <laughs> uh all right, next portion of this, Brian gets to challenge someone else on the panel. Mm-hmm. Uh Brian, take it away. Let's bring up those four movies. Who are you challenging and who are you challenging? Oh, yeah, or what movies that. are you challenging them to? Excuse me. I forgot to do the shared screen stuff please hold there we go all right i'm challenging jake to only watch the birdcage because that's wow. only that's exactly no i'm kidding i have a backup wow. I was doing it to piss him off wow you spent you took time to make that just for like a 10 second prank nice yeah. well nice. i mean if anyone's gonna like be it. that Annoying. Wait, is there like a thing going on where you're trying to get Jake to watch Birdcage? No, we found out the other day that Jake hadn't seen Birdcage. And we so all... you know you challenged me to Birdcage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't I know it. he hadn't seen it, though. He, It's yeah. not on his list. But this was like two years ago that you challenged yeah. me to Birdcage. And I yeah. liked it. I really liked it. Yeah. I know everyone. I tried, but Jake said no. So uh, it's per the rules of the segment, you can't challenge the person that it's like our you. only hard rule. Like it's the only broken, rule of it, we broke to make all sure all of rules. us get involved. That's yeah, well, Brian <clears throat> needs to be challenged every single other week, so there's that also. But whatever. there's no rule against that. <laughs> there is now. Uh, so my choice is actually Jacob. Because, oh, I hadn't didn't see that coming. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> The other two that aren't here, who knows if they'll be here next time. So uh, this, I, I literally have gotten to a point where I haven't even seen maybe like four of four movies in everyone's list. <laughs> On each list, yeah. So at this point, I just put everyone's list in the wheel and let fate decide it, essentially. Uh, so in this case, fate has decided that Jacob will either watch True Grit, Queen of the Damned, Airplane, or Office Space. I'm down for either. I kind of want you to get Queen of the Damned. Have you seen any of these movies, Brian? I have seen Office Space, but not almost to the point where like I kind of wouldn't count it because I it's been so long since I've seen it that yeah. I... I just remember when this movie came, that movie came out, everybody used to quote it. And like, and I was like, what are you guys talking about? And yeah, the stapler. Yeah, that's that. I've heard that stapler reference and like the traffic reference or something. But also I am interested in Queen of the Damned because I watched Interview with the Vampire, which is not, they're, they're based on novels from the same series, but they're not sequel. Like Queen of the Damned isn't a sequel to that movie, but it's weird, but I was still down to watch it. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, we shall see what the fates decide. Oh, I turned the sound off on it. Whoops. <gasps> Does Jacob get to pick? <gasps> oh, boy. Jacob wild. gets to pick on a wild. Nice. I thought that meant I have to watch an Apocalypse video. I was like, yep. damn it. Awesome. No. Um, choose, my good sir. Which I get to choose? Four movies. You know you what? Would well, you know what? A good thing to see which ones are free on streaming, but, <laughs> but all right. Uh, okay, you know which one I really want to watch, honestly, is Airplane because I've never seen really? Airplane. 
Yeah. Okay. I've never, so uh, I'm going to go with Airplane. All I, right. I, like it's a spoof. Com- it's like one of the classic spoof comedies. I've never seen it. And I know people love it. So I'm going to go with Airplane. Fantastic. I've never seen an Airplane either. Really? Wow. I know like people from the 80s love it. Like, yeah, they absolutely love it. Um, yeah. it and I, like I heard it. it's like raunchy comedy that would not pass today. Kind of for that. So <laughs> I'm, well, I'm ready to I'm ready to see what they're talking about. It looks like you made a good choice because it looks like that is the only one that is available. I was trying to look it up, but I was like, I'm not going to waste time figuring out which one's on which. It says it's on Hulu. Perfect. There we go. I have Hulu. All right. Well, there it is. Jacob will be uh, watching and reviewing Airplane next week. Um, That review might have Brian on it, but probably not because he's never seen it. Um, maybe one of the other Apocalypse movie members will jump on with Jacob but as he reviews it. <clears throat> you know what I am going to do? I'm going to set a reminder. <laughs> Watch Airplane. Uh, <laughs> let's do Saturday. Don't set it for Tuesday. <laughs> no, because last time I was like, it was Tuesday. I was at work. I was like, Oh shit! I totally forgot to watch my movie. Like, let me uh, text Jake real quick. <laughs> yeah, I actually get those texts quite frequently. I got frequently it from this group. There we um, go. All right, let's go ahead and move on. <clears throat> let's open the floodgates here and talk some DCU. Uh, we have a lot to unpack. There is a lot of news coming our way from earlier today. <clears throat> Excuse me, and. Just a tiny bit of backstory on this. Everyone pretty much knows what happened in, in the case here. But James Gunn, uh, well, first of all, an article came out. Variety posted the first article. A number of outlets did. They all got access because they were at a press junket or press conference about it yesterday. And all of these news articles came out uh, at 9 a.m. this morning. The first one that I saw was a Variety, which is why I'm quoting them. Uh, on my Twitter timeline, they were the first one to come through. I have their article popped up, and not soon thereafter, uh, James Gunn himself posted a video of him breaking down the 10 projects that will be included in the first wave of the new DCU, which is titled Gods and Monsters. The first set of movies, um, I'm not going to call it phase one, but chapter one is called Gods and Monsters. I love that, how they're doing it in chapters. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go through these individually, but I'm gonna name the ten projects right now. So, uh, going movies first. We have Superman Legacy. We have The Authority, The Brave and the Bold, uh, which is a Batman project, but it's just titled The Brave and the Bold. Supergirl, Supergirl, w- Woman of Tomorrow. Excuse me, and Swamp Thing. Uh, moving on to television, we have Creature Commandos. We have Waller, Lanterns, Paradise Lost, and Booster Gold. Those are the 10 DC projects headed our way. Um, we are just going to go in order of the, the article I have in front of me. I might bounce back and forth between movies and television um, to give a little bit of fairness there. But we're going to start off. Uh, actually, first of all, um, I, I just want your guys' instant reaction to all of this stuff. I don't want you guys going into detail about which one you're excited about, you know, um, anything like that, because we're going to get to that here in just a second. But I just want, in one or two sentences, the instant reaction of seeing what was announced that there's a plan that we're moving forward and that a new version of this DCU is coming. Jacob, I'll start with you. What was your immediate reaction to all of this news? So my immediate reaction was excitement because I just, I'm glad they have a plan and 
whether we like the plan or not, a plan is a good thing. We've seen this before with other franchises, even this franchise, the DC franchise, they had a very loose plan. And it, when you don't have a plan, like it ends up failing most of the time. Um, so that's awesome that they have a plan and they have a direction and they have uh, like a couple people overseeing this clear direction. So I'm excited about that. And no surprise that we're getting well-known projects and obscure projects. And we're going to, they're all going to intertwine a little bit. So I'm excited about that. I do have some concerns, but overall, like very, very positive reaction to this. I'm, I'm in a similar ish boat. Um, I like that it includes, so I, I expected to kind of get news on the trio, whether it was the exact trio because, like, the Wonder mm -hmm. Woman project, for mm -hmm. example, isn't a Wonder Woman project. It's about the island. Yeah. Um, but we got, like Jacob said, the well-known stuff, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And then we got some stuff that hasn't been touched. The Green Lanterns, you know, Swamp Thing, got a TV show that was cut way too short, etc. And then we got the super unknown variety projects like the Authority, <laughs> Creature Commandos, stuff like that. Um, it's a well-balanced slate. I think it looks good. It's interesting. I'm I so I can sum it up like this. I like what was announced and I'm interested in what was announced, but I'm still very confused on where everything is kind of headed. It feels like a little bit of a messy slate. That's mm -hmm. just all I'm going to say. And I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just kind of saying like right now it feels like there's just pins all over the board with no strings attaching. And obviously that changes over time. But Brian, what about you? In the brightest day and the blackest night. I'm sorry. I know Jake, like, don't just talk about that one thing. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly just on board. I'm just here for the ride. I'm kind of like at this point, just kind of just let the chips fall and hopefully it works. So I'm just kind of like, I'm not, I'm not gonna invest everything into it this point. Um, am I optimistic? Yeah, definitely optimistic. Um, because it sounds like they actually have a plan, which is always a good thing. Um, so yeah, it's funny though, because when I was thinking to myself, like, some characters that I was like, who's who could he announce? Because it's clearly like, at least it was to me. I don't know about you guys. Like, I had a feeling you weren't going to get your main Justice League. Like, here's what we're doing next. And it was going to be. Although we got three of them. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't ever expect it to be like, here's your Superman movie. Here's your Batman. Here's your Green Lantern. Yeah. Here's your Wonder Woman. Here's like that. I agree. So I was kind of thinking to myself, like, who are some side list, like maybe B characters that he's going to grab? And he grabbed two of the three I immediately thought he was going to grab. And so I'm by some of these, I'm not surprised. Um, but I mean, I got what I wanted. So I, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to poop on it because I don't know some of these things. I kind of like that. They're not immediately going straight to the Justice League. So well, you have to do something different. Like that's what they've yeah. been doing. So and I think that's what uh, that's why you're getting 
some of these other ones mm -hmm. that we're about to talk about. So, yeah. all right, well, let's let's get into it. Uh, before we do so, I just want to clear things up in case anybody doesn't know. Um, I'm going to bring up an image real quick to kind of clear up where kind of like the universe lies. Uh, and I want to give a huge shout out to Adam Lovick from Heroes Reforged. This I follow this dude. I've been following him for years. He puts out the best graphics and he put out this graphic of the DC universe that is going to help us so much tonight. Mm -hmm. So here's a look at what is coming for the DC universe. Um, let's draft. break it down like this. So everything on top is currently was what coming out this year. And James Gunn said he came out and said the Flash is rebooting everything. It is a reboot. We don't know what that means for something like Blue Beetle or Aquaman. Obviously, <laughs> there's a huge possibility that they can continue on. Obviously, same thing for The Flash. Same thing for Shazam. But we don't know what is happening after The Flash. All we know is that it's going to reboot everything. And then down below, outside of the DCU, the gods and monsters of Chapter 1, everything that is not included in that is considered DC Elseworlds. That is the two Joker films. That is the two Batman movies, Teen Titans Go, and Superman and Lois on the CW. That is all the rest of the DC projects that are currently in production or out there working right now. It is DC Elseworlds. Mm, I love um, that name for those, by the way. Yes, it's perfect. It, it's a comic throwback. It's perfect. And just to say uh, it's official, the title for the Batman sequel is The Batman Part 2. That was one of the announcements, but that is a quick cover. Uh, nothing really to talk about there. Um, uh, one question, sorry, since you're here. Was that... That logo that's there, is that an official one or someone? No, that... these are all logos that were pulled by Adam. I was these just going to ask the same. Nothing are official. Is there a Batman Part 2 logo or any art so, at all? Well, no, he's just taking the original and changing the color. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure. It's a, and he's probably changing the color to, color to make it look like Mr. Freeze. Yes, that's so, that's well, why I That's asked. what I was going to say. If that's the color, then that's definitely what so, they're going yeah. for. So, yeah. uh, and I will also add that for the moment at least the first three properties in the gods and monsters section are the order that they will be released. So the first project we're going to be getting is the animated series creature commandos followed by Waller, which we'll get to. And then the first film will be Superman legacy. Um, and we'll get to all that here in just a second, but we're going to start with Superman legacy because that is the first one on my list here um, in the article. And just a little cover up real quick of it. It's going to be released on July 11th, 2025. So two years from this July, and it will mark the start of the DCU. Um, it will not be an origin story. And this is quoted from the article. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is uh, the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks of kindness as old-fashioned. Gunn is obviously writing the project that was announced early on. But it was said that Peter Safran is hoping and trying to get him to uh, possibly direct it. So James Gunn could possibly direct it after finishing writing the film. Um, nothing else was really announced. Obviously, we have a title here. Uh, James Gunn did say Superman is for everyone. That's a four-quadrant film that should speak to everyone in the world. Um, what does that mean, a four-quadrant film? Like like so, quadrants of the Earth, like everybody. Oh, 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 oh got yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I will just say this off the bat. So look, I, I think... Obviously, when, when this Superman movie was announced uh, a couple months back that James Gunn was writing it, my first reaction was they're going to try to go back to classic soups, but put a little bit of a different spin on it. And I think the title very much calls that. Like, Superman Legacy is a very classic, original, old school title, right? Legacy of the character, kind of looking back at what this, what this character means. Um, 
And it leads me to believe that we might get an original villain for Superman. I just have high hopes for someone like Brainiac, who is what I've been wanting to see for so long. When original, that, you mean like completely original? Or you mean somebody we like, haven't seen yet? Like a Lex Luthor type is what oh, I mean. Oh, okay, okay. I mean like a Lex yeah. Luthor or a classic Superman villain. I could be completely wrong, but that's just what legacy kind of falls in line for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this film is... I don't. I I'm not afraid to say now that this movie is going to be good, be great because it is so important for them. Like, it is so important for them to not just start the universe off good, but to bring us a Superman that we've been wanting for ten years. Right there, Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman, so you have to sway people over. Like, it has to be good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's the same conversation we have with the Batman, right? Like, it has to be good. Um, but I like everything that's said about it. I like the way that they're going about it. A summer 2025 release date means that they're going to be getting going very soon. Um, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, it sounds great and I, and it's not an origin film, which we don't need to see anymore. We don't, we don't need that. We're going to jump right into Clark Kent, but he's going to be a little bit of a younger version. Um, I'm, I'm all for it right now. I really am. And I would not mind gun directing it either. I, I think my biggest question going into this movie is the age of Superman. That is my biggest question in the sense of curiosity, mostly. I'm curious where they, because I mean, that's technically going to be a lot. Like you're going to, if it, if they're starting young, clearly they're going to build into it. Like if he's, like i'm just using as an example i don't think he will if he was starting in high school it's gonna take a while to get to something more i don't think he's gonna start in high school i think he'll be probably maybe early to mid 20s well so once superman becomes an adult like his aging slows so Mm. like it kind of doesn't matter what his age I, is i see like, it as i meant it as more maturity because like he's oh i see Brian, yeah. I, I think we're gonna pick up within the first year or two of him being at the daily planet at like let's say out of college 24 25 26 year two into the daily planet he's a reporter and he's just been superman like let's say like the batman was year two of robert pattinson's batman mm-hmm. let's put it as year two of superman that's kind of what i see that's fair um, As like an official Superman, like he's been doing things for a couple years, but he's been like out about doing his thing as Superman for a couple years. Yeah. So, I mean, that honestly, I listen, I've, am I bummed Henry Cavill's not coming back? Sure. He was great. Love the guy. I mean, he was the embodiment of Superman, but if I want to see good stuff, I need to move on from that and let a new thing flourish. Cause I mean, I'm not going to enjoy it if I'm holding on to that one grudge. Okay. Cause they might put out the most amazing thing. Uh, but if I'm going to be negative and focus on that one thing, then I'm, it, then I'm setting myself up for failure. So I'm very optimistic about it. Um, I, I, I think honestly, I'm just kind of leaving it blank in my mind. I, I don't know if I go the same route as you, Jake, in the sense of thinking like 
someone like Brainiac is going to show up. Like, I think Brainiac to me is like, a, when I think of him, I think of him as like a pretty big one that you would save. Um, but then again, Superman's villains are pretty, a lot of them are pretty big in general. The only uh, reason I say that is because he's one of the few that haven't been used. That, yeah, exactly. That is, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, again, I don't that, want to see the same old stuff. Like we didn't want to see Joker, right? For Robert Pattinson's Batman. I, yeah. I, don't want I think to see it might be stuff. a brainiac. I think he's the next one in line, like the next biggest one in line that they haven't used. I mean, uh, there's, there's two Bizarre. brainiac and Bizarro. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh, I, I, Bizarro wouldn't be a terrible idea either. Like it would. Wasn't he in Superman four or Superman three? Well, he's in the originals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The originals. Okay. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Brainiac on... was in Smallville, so was Bizarro. Oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> I'm trying a. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, Is it one of those? No. Because uh... those aren't bad options. Either. Oh, Metallo. Metallo? Metallo. Thank you. That's who oh, I was thinking. Metallo. He would be good. He yeah. would be good. Yes, that is exactly who I was thinking. He, of. he would be. Good. I could see that being a villain um because it's not a crazy like um like 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 ironic i said pick out of all words legacy uh, like one of those like lex luther or uh, uh brain well, and, and if you wanted to you can play the whole field of like ooh, who created matalo lex luther created matalo yeah sure like you could set that up yeah exactly so uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of things if you want to look into the positive that could go really well for us. My biggest question is just literally like, where is he going to be in your life? And I think that what you said is pretty much pro if I had to put money on a bet down, that's probably exactly what it is. Kind of like, like you said, we don't we don't need the origin. Super yeah. You and I were talking about it uh, yesterday. <clears throat> we get the origin of Superman, Batman and Spider-Man like we got mm -hmm. it like we've beaten that we one don't ever have to see it again exactly. <laughs> honestly so um we don't need to see think, that much death yeah so i think starting in the vein of like batman where the batman where it's like we kind of already got the go ahead i think it'd be a smart move and i think it'd be kind of cool because it would definitely be different than what we've seen before so and we didn't get that much clark kent in uh the last iteration so it'd be kind we of barely cool got him yeah that's yeah. what i mean so it's kind of it'd be kind of a cool way to to start it um jacob before i get to you to answer gordon's question real quick do you think they might try to do a doomsday right i 100 agree but it won't be for a number of years yeah yeah not for uh, a while doomsday is a terrifying villain but he's a he's almost a global scale villain like he's gigantic yeah um that's that's a build-up piece right there so yeah. eventually and yeah. They need to do him the original storyline where they kept yes. killing him and he came back and every time they did it, he got stronger. They need to do that. Like, He's not that a creation screen. from Earth. He's Kryptonian. Yeah, like, that's, show that that's where he comes from. Because so. that's anyway, terrifying. Jacob, <laughs> that's, why I think, that's why I think Metallo would be a mm, dope yeah. kind of like... I mean, I'm, I love that idea that you just thought of, of that of Lex Luthor just being the one that find, uh, makes yeah. him. And Why not? Like, I love that idea. So... Um, yeah. Jacob, just thoughts on on Superman here? Yeah, we... I mean, you know, we don't really know much about it, right? He kind of just said, "Hey, I'm making Superman Legacy. That's it." Um, Didn't but... he say he's like halfway through it too, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. they'll we probably know... they'll probably yeah. start filming. I would say next spring. We know they maybe want... this fall. 
relatively young actors to play these roles, not only because they've kind of, we've, we've heard the stories, right? Of like Dave Batista being told he's too old or whatever, right? So we know they're going for a younger cast in general, especially so these actors can play these characters for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a smart business move. So I, I don't mind that. If you think, the, when you guys were talking about where Superman's at in his life, they're very different characters. But think of Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Maybe this Superman has that much experience being Superman at this point. And look, mm-hmm. he was l- working for the Daily Bugle and Spider-Man, you know, Daily Planet. So he can kind of be in that sense where he's not too experienced. But again, we don't need to see him fight Zod for the first time again. Like, no. we don't need, we've seen it several times. We don't need to see, I love Zod. He's my favorite Superman villain, but we don't need to see it again. We don't let's need do Zod and Lex Luthor for like two or three movies. Yeah, let's do something new and fresh. I mean, I joke, I didn't joke about it, but I like, I threw around the idea of like, I don't think she could take him on by him by herself, but someone like a Zatanna or somebody who has a magical ability, because we yeah. know one of Superman's weaknesses is magic. So mm-hmm. if you have a character, I mean, there, there's probably magical characters that I don't even know of that someone who knows are. a lot about DC can tell me are. about. Doesn't maybe Zatanna works with them and then switches sides or something. You could yeah. have a situation like that. Uh, just they got to do something fresh. Like or send Zod after Supergirl instead of it always just being Supergirl. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. But yeah, they got to do something fresh. And yes, okay, we're gonna. Get, they already said you know uh, justice in the American way, all that stuff. I don't mind having a Superman who's like that. But then like the world just keeps kicking him down and like they keep showing him like, no, like sometimes you have to fight dirty, like whatever, you know, that's cool to have, but it can't just be like happy go lucky all the time. Superman. Right. So I just hope it's like they don't try to, you know, feed to that audience too much. But I'm cool to have a just an optimistic character, which because, you know, Henry Cavill Superman was kind of. He wasn't necessarily like that, which I loved, but not everybody did. So I'm cool with like a super upbeat, optimistic Superman who like, you know, through his experiences, just realized he doesn't always have to be like that or act that way. And maybe yeah. this is the movie where he learns that, um, where sometimes it's a, it's a flaw to be like that. So I, I could see something like that. But yeah, Superman, look, he's not only the biggest superhero in DC. He's the biggest superhero period. And he needs to be treated with respect. And I'm still confused. Like why do we have actors and projects from the previous regime? And why do other stuff come out before this? But I'm all down for the Superman movie. The continuity is a little confusing right now, but I think they're saving that for everything that they don't want to say anything until after the movies come out. Cause if they say, Oh, these movies don't matter. People aren't going to go watch them. Then they tip so, their, yeah, exactly. They got, they got to say that a little bit. Um, I will say in that, that with that, I'm not looking too far into like what's coming where because, like, James Gunn's not stupid in the point where he's not going to make the same mistake that's being mm-hmm. constantly made. Like clearly, yeah. they had to make a plan mm-hmm. and not just throw shit to the wall and hope yep. it sticks. So. All right, moving on, uh, we're going to get to our first television show here, and it's the first project that's going to be released for this new universe. That's going to be Creature Commandos. Here's a little backstory on Creature Commandos. Um, So it's an animated series that's going to be on HBO Max, and it was the first project that was greenlit by Saffron and and Gunn. (laughs) And James Gunn 
uh, wrote every single episode for for the series. Uh, the Creature Commandos first launched in 1980, and the premise features Frankenstein's monster teaming up with the werewolf, vampire, a gor- and a gorgon to fight Nazis in World War II. Um, and it doesn't wow. appear that Gunn's version takes the same approach because Weasel, one of the characters from 2021 film The Suicide Squad, is one of the commandos, along with Rick Flagg Sr., uh, the father of Rick Flagg what? from the Suicide Squad movies. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a different version wow. of the Creature Commandos. Um, you could possibly see Frankenstein's monster, but we know for right now, two of the characters are going to be Rick Flagg Sr. and Weasel. It's animated. And Gunn also said that he uh, said that actors who are voicing characters on the show will also play the roles in live action later on in the I DC love year, that. Um, love which is that. a big deal. So the connectivity is big time for this. Um, so whoever voices these characters in this show, possibly if we see them ever in live action, that will be who is playing them. So I will say this right off the bat. I'm very much looking forward to this, this show. (laughs) I think this is an awesome idea. Um, it's fun. It's different. It's unique. It's one of those obscure projects that we talked about that is so different and wild, but can bring together so many different things. I very much put this in the vein with world by night, kind of what Marvel just did with that property. Um, and it's going to be animated, which is really cool, and it lends them to do a lot of different things. Uh, I think there's a lot of cool possibilities. I would love to see them fight Nazis, but if it's taking <laughs> place in modern day, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, maybe it's just the Russians instead. Who knows? Uh, but I'm all in for Creature Commandos, and it being the first project uh, out there, too, is actually pretty cool as well. So, thoughts, boys? Right, Jacob. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I will admit, I've never heard of this before until today. Never. Um, and I don't know anyone who has, but, uh, but I'm look, it's James Gunn. He wrote it all. I knew as soon as James Gunn was announced as co chairman, I knew like 10% of the projects we're going to get are going to be passion projects that James Gunn has been wanting to do his whole entire life that he probably already had ideas for before ever getting this job. And I'm okay with that. I'm not hating on him for it. Like anybody would do this in their position. They're going to do what they want to do. As long as he gives the same love to the other stuff too. So we're going to get this weird obscure stuff. I'm very curious. Cause like, then it also brings up the question, is this Rick flag singer, the dad of the Joel Kinnaman Rick flag? Like, it, you know, or is it like the Rick flag senior from the new DCU? Like <laughs> that. So I'm curious about that. And then is weasels probably from suicide squad. So yeah, that's what the article said. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like it's going to be like at every project that comes out, we're going to learn a new thing about this whole new DC plan. And it's going to just like a new puzzle piece each time. So, I'm curious to see how this turns out. Um, Jake, did you grab that image? What image? The one that they put out for it of the characters? No, but I was just grabbing a random one online. Oh, here, I have it right here. Uh, so I think it looks cool. I I mean, I'm is, was that an official image or is that like from the comics? It's the one that everyone's using. It was probably it was probably in the video with James Gunn. That's why. Yeah, they oh, put up images okay. while he was talking. So is Weasel and Rick Flag in that's, this image? That's the one I was pulling. So that's that's oh, the, oh. that's the image. Yeah. yeah. So oh, so it is Frankenstein's. Be... It is Frankenstein's monster. Weasel, Rick Flag Senior, and a couple of other characters. Yeah. As well. So I have the and list right what, here. The DC Ghost Rider is that? <laughs> is that who it that says, is? 
So their group consists of Bride of Frankenstein, which in the video they said is, is the leader, essentially. Not surprised. Uh, Dr. Phosphorus, which is the uh, the ghost rider looking one. Um, and then Rick Flagg Sr., uh, Eric Frankenstein, obviously, G.I. Robot, obvious, <laughs> and Dr. Nina Mazursky and Weasel. So... Wait, yeah. is Dr. Nina Mazursky the one? The, the fish. fish. The fish. The fish. Yeah. fish you know what? This is awesome. Honestly. I, 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 you can't <laughs> not expect James Gunn to do random wild characters. So I'm kind of all on board with it. And I love the idea of um, the actors having to voice and play them in live. I think mm -hmm. that's a genius move to like, mm -hmm. this is like before you even think about it, like we're not going to get like Ashley Eckstein where it's like, she's going to do this voice. Yeah. And then eventually think of 20 years later or whatever. Oh, it'd be kind of cool if we used her in live action, but we can't use the voiceover. Well, I think then who does Rick flag senior look like? Cause that's who <laughs> she's playing him in live action. I don't know, but I, I, I love John Hamm. Oh, that there you that's perfect. There we go. <laughs> that's casting table. Yeah. Um, but I I it's cool. I love that there are that they already thought like that uh, that of that ahead. Like, hey, this is at some point going to be live action. Wait, or... so they're doing the Universal Monster movie before Universal ever gets to do it? Yeah. Because they got Pretty Frankenstein much. and Frankenstein's monster and Bride of Frankenstein, which yeah. which was supposed to be part of that. So, I, I mean, I'm down for it. I think it looks cool. I'm excited. I And, I mean, DC can get away with doing more graphic and violent and stuff like that. And I guarantee you <clears throat> this is going to be one of those shows. That's Well, and it was in the announcement. Um, I don't know if it came from James Gunn directly or not. But each project will be rated based on the project. Based on the project. Um, so, the, the only reason I ask this is because this show reminds me of it. Did they say anything about Harley Quinn, like the no. show? Because yeah, they already greenlit season four. She'll probably just be an Elseworld thing. Okay, that's an Elseworld. Like, even Elseworld in that project, image, yeah. it didn't show Harley Quinn down there. But I know that well, wasn't that's an a, that's an Elseworlds project. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, mean, I know it is. But I'm, they're not going to cancel it, right? <laughs> I don't think so because she's doing one that thing, show's yeah. doing so well with awards yeah. and stuff too. But yeah, cool creature commandos. Have I heard of it before? No, I'm not going to even fake that I'm <laughs> that I knew it. But we need to come up know. with a DC review show, boys. By the way, um, uh, yeah. let's not do that now because we have to move stuff. on. We have a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. DC um, decoded. There you go. That's possible. Uh, all right, next one that we're talking about on the docket is the next film, and that is the Authority, one of the obscure projects that I am so hyped for. Um, the authority is a super, super interesting project. Um, it's right there on the right hand side. Uh, let me go ahead and break it down for you via the uh variety article, real quick. It says an ensemble movie about superhumans who have less than idealistic approach to saving the world. Uh, James Gunn said he is very excited about this project. The characters are originally from Wildstorm, which is basically a rival comic company. Um, and was launched in 1992 hmm. as an independent entity under a current DC comic. And the Wildstorm characters were then later folded into the main line when DC rebooted, rebooted for New, New 52. Um, the Authority, let's see. Uh, James Gunn said this, It isn't just a story of heroes and villains. 
And not every movie and TV show is going to be about good guys versus bad. These are people that are very questionable, like the authority, who basically believe that you can't fix the world in an easy manner, and they take things into their own hands. Uh, they're kind of like Jack Nicholson and a few good men. They know what they want. Uh, they, they know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Uh, it's being written now, and it did not say who is actually writing it, um, but there is a giant writing room that is being involved, which is really, really cool. Here is an image. Let me go and bring it up. Uh, I can't break down every single character, but this is one of the images that was used during the announcement. Um, and this is what some of them look like. So here's the main team of the authority. And I will say this. So you have the gentleman with the glowing ring around his head. He was kind of created in um, comparison to Superman. And the gentleman down here in the black suit was created uh, in comparison to Batman. The only difference is, is they are actually partners in life. Boyfriend. They are partners in life. Uh, they aren't just nice. leaders of the team, but they are partners in life. Um, and obviously you could see a hawk girl type character. You have a wonder woman type character. They're very similar. Um, honestly, I read this and my first thought was, okay, this is James Gunn doing guardians of the galaxy for DC, but this is the Inhumans announcement Marvel made when they were originally going to do Inhumans. But this movie is actually going to happen. Like WB is actually going to do this movie. I liken it very much to what Marvel was going to do with Inhumans. I'm excited. It's interesting. It's different. It's unique. It's characters we've never met before. Um, and they don't really kind of toe the line of like the Justice League. They are very much kind of a back and forth type of character. So I'm all for it. So... I actually knew about Midnighter and Apollo, the the Superman and the Batman ones. Those were the only two I I knew about. I didn't know they were a part of the authority, or, but I knew those two existed, obviously, because I was like, oh, a, a boyfriend's type superhero thing. So I knew that. So when I saw their image come up, I went, oh, those are those are gay characters. So I was like, this is going to be great. Like, I was all on board. Like, and people are going to be pissed when <laughs> these two come in. It's like Superman and Batman and their boyfriends. So uh, I'm all for that because it's going to be interesting to see how people react to that. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I don't know anything about authority we, we don't know anything about it right now that's the we didn't we know no but i meant like <clears throat> comics or any of that yeah. i don't know it i have no backstory of knowing it other than just midnighter and apollo being partners that's yep. it that's as far as my knowledge midnighter, goes nice. midnighter yeah <laughs> um so I, I dig it i think this to me is very smart because this is setting up your, like your you still have like a, a justice league type thing maybe like just that like the, the group the team yeah that group yeah. aspect because you don't want to immediately jump back into the justice league so it's like let's give them this and who knows maybe they become bad at some point and you're gonna have the two groups going. i think you're gonna 100 gonna see justice league versus the authority Perfect. Yeah. So I I yeah. dig it. I love it. I think it's awesome. And again, down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I again, 
Never heard of the authority before, but I'm so glad that James Gunn did this video because the, the little things that he said about these characters, like 30 seconds he took to talk about each project gave me enough mm -hmm. information on each mm -hmm. one. And I loved it because what he said, I forget the exact wording, but he said they're superheroes who think the world is, is like gone too far or it's corrupt or something. They, they, they basically believe like, um, like the world is, is corrupt and it's not worth saving or something like that. And so basically believe you can't fix the world in an easy manner and they take things into their own hands. Exactly. So that's, that's what I was looking for. And so knowing that they definitely, their ideals are definitely going to conflict with, they sound with, like the anti-heroes of DC <laughs> with Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're definitely going to have a problem with these guys. Yeah. And I can't wait to see that because, you know, we're going to, we're going to meet our Superman. Eventually we're going to meet our Batman and then we're going to meet this group. And I think they're going to be a problem for the, the main DC heroes. So I love it. I'm excited about that. I'm, yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, we're going to learn much more about that. I don't, there was no official release date for that, but it's going to be released after Superman. Um, so it could be fall of 25 or spring of 26. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Peter Safran said that they are aiming for two films a year and two series a year. So, um, Mike, that's good. What I was just going to say is, how far? Where do you think the farthest this chapter will hit? Twenty twenty seven. Well, let's say let's say they do two movies a year and two series mm -hmm. a year, starting in twenty five. Or let's say twenty five. Let's say they do one movie, one series. Well, because there's so going to be nothing next year, right? So, no, there's nothing. So, 25 yeah. would be one movie, one series. Let's just hypothetically say that's one movie, one series. That's two projects out of the way. That leaves four movies and four series. That's 26 and 27. Okay. So, that's three years worth of content, essentially. That's fine. And then I 28 would be, some, would be some new stuff. So, and that's kind of what genius. I'm thinking. I think but... they're genius for not oversaturating. <clears throat> I agree, too. I agree. Um, all right. Next thing that we're going to be talking about here. Oh, I, real quick, actually, I want to bring this up. Jeremy Miller. Thank you so much for the super. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate you as always. Um, Good photo. <laughs> all right. Let's let's get to the next project here. Uh, we're going to go back to a TV series. And this one is very interesting because it actually puts one of the previous projects on hold. And that is Waller. Uh, Amanda Waller. Viola Davis's Amanda Waller is officially getting her own TV hmm. show. And the big deal here is that it is putting Peacemaker season two on hold for the moment. Uh, doesn't mean it won't be made, but it is currently being put on hold. And the thing here is that both Peacemaker. Um, oh, let me just read this real, real quick. Uh, with gun focus on Superman legacy for the foreseeable future season two of Peacemaker has been put on hold. Instead of the team Peacemaker will be appearing alongside Davis as a continuation of that show, um, which ended with Waller's daughter. Uh, outing Task Force X and Waller's ro role running it to the world. Excuse me. That was very confusing. Um, <laughs> and uh, a big thing here for people who saw that Doom Patrol was canceled by HBO Max, the writer of Doom Patrol is actually writing this series. So I'm happy to hear that. That is a, uh, a very, very cool thing there. Um, and Peter Safran went on to say that they are crushing it. Uh, and it's just the greatest show ever is what James Gunn said. So, um, <laughs> look, we... Sorry, to yeah, add to sorry. yours, I don't know if it will, because I was going to say, is it say that in there? I heard this is basically like, it's not entirely, but like it take, it's like 
almost like the 1.5 in between one and two of peacemaker well i i would imagine they're doing peacemaker at some point so yeah you can probably say that it's it's the 1.5 it's going to be an espionage type show yeah spy espionage type show and with them saying that uh team peacemaker (laughs) will appear it it very much feels like the civil war between avengers age of ultron and avengers infinity war you know yeah it's it it when i heard it and heard that it gave me very much like um Mandalorian boat book of Boba Fett back to Mandalorian. Yeah, that's that probably what you're saying. Peacemaker, and Waller. I think so too. Uh, I'm bringing so up Jane's it's not a real full quick. on reboot then, basically. I, I was going to bring up Jane, Jane's <laughs> comment here. Do you think that being that the Peacemaker characters are still around the Suicide Squad might be canon still? I, I mean, at the moment, Jane, I'll say yes, but the Flash could change everything. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like these characters that we're going to be seeing, like in the Waller show could be different versions of the characters we met because of what happens in the flash. Yeah. Not to say they're variants because variance isn't a thing, but the flashpoint paradox, which is what the flash is based off of has to do with time travel and it changes choices of those characters. So the yeah. Waller that we know may be different based on the choices she makes because of the time travel that the flash uh, does. Basically it's like all confusing. Rewrites just, history, right? Like, yes. It's yes. still that same person, but their history changed. It's yeah, yeah, they're not variants. It's the same exact character, but their their history and their life changed based mm-hmm. on the choices that were made by other people and themselves. So I mean, look, what I expected. Or she might have all, a different hairstyle or something, you know. Yeah, I, I expected this just because I think I you're mean, an idiot um, if you just want to recast Viola Davis, who absolutely well that in and she's 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 seen as kind of like the golden the golden piece of DC. She is used in as much things as possible. And she was in Suicide Squad, then she was in Black Adam, then she was in The Suicide Squad, and then she was a Peacemaker. Like she's popping up all over the place. She's and there, Nick Fury. Yeah, and it just it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn doing Peacemaker. And James Gunn doing the Suicide Squad, it just made sense. Um, it's a bummer that Peacemaker's being put on hold, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's not surprising. I'm not too concerned with Peacemaker two being put on hold because I think you're going to get a good amount of people from Peacemaker jumping into Waller, um, especially like the daughter. I would imagine vigilante. Come on. I know that's, that's honestly, honestly the best. I want him more than to see him again sooner than I want peacemaker. So yeah, I am again, I I'm down. I optimistic. You're needed if you're going to bet against Viola Davis in any capacity. So even if, even if the movie's crap, she's going to be fantastic. So um, it's kind of like, keeping jk simmons like in the spider-man movies like who cares like just just just, just put him back it's just that good it's that good who cares it's just that good yeah that's yeah, a yeah. great comparison jacob yeah which anyways um, i'm okay with like it's viola davis like she's so good in that role and intimidating like i think like we i just get instantly intimidated when she pops up on screen i'm like oh like yeah so i don't mind it we'll see it's yeah. basically peacemaker season 1.5 yeah and note uh this is the second project that will be released for dc um which leads me to believe that creatures commandos and waller will both be early 25 sp- late spring 25 before superman in july of 25 
Um, I bet I have a feeling they're going to go TV show, movie, TV show, movie for the year. Well, no, we know the first two are Creature Commandos Waller. Oh, they said that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, okay. Yeah. So they, yeah, it's, it's Creature Commandos Waller, then Superman are the first three officially. <laughs> um, and, and, and Creature Commandos is animated. So maybe that comes out fall of 24 and then Waller is spring of 25 before Superman. But either way, the first yeah. three that we're getting are Creature Commandos, Waller, and then Superman Legacy. Um, all right, before we move on to the Brave and the Bold, I'll bring up the comment here from World Biggest Geek. Hello, fellas. Excellent news that we got the DC Universe, especially the title, Super Cool Gods and Monsters. I'm ready for the brand new change for DC, and hopefully Chapter 1 will be awesome. We're with you, man. We're with you. I love your logo, Marvel and DC together. Yeah, love nice. that. Um, I think we're all pretty We need more people optimistic. with you. Yeah, we're all super optimistic. I don't think... You're gonna, I mean, at least with us, no one wants to see them fail. Like, we want good content. So, I mean, and this Agreed. looks cool. All right, let's go ahead and move on uh, to our next project, and it's the Batman project, The Brave and the Bold. Uh, little yeah. backstory here, because this is a big, big deal. Uh, let's see, let's make sure I'm reading this right. Uh, the Brave and the Bold will introduce the Bat family. First among them is Robin, who is returning fully to live action for the first time since 97. Uh, 97's ill-fated feature, Batman and Robin. I love the verbiage there. Does um, he have bat nipples in this? Yeah. Uh, this version of Robin is Damian Wayne. Gunn described him as our favorite Robin, uh, a little son of a bitch, an assassin, <laughs> and a murderer, which is very true. If you guys have mm -hmm. not watched Batman and Son... Uh, oh, the, that one's good. Uh, the DC animated movie. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend. Go. I believe it's called Batman and Son. Um, go watch Son of Batman, Batman. I think right. Son, Son, Son of Bat, Son of Batman. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's what it's called. Yeah, it yeah. is incredible. It's very, very good. Um, Damien is Bruce Wayne's biological son. A fact unknown to Wayne for the first eight to ten years of Damien's life. It's a and Gunn went on to say it's a very strange sort of father son story about the two of them. Uh, the project is based on the run of Batman comics authored by Grant Morrison, who Gunn said was exponentially influential on the DCU. The other comic writer mentioned uh, by name was Tom King, who Tom King is in the DCU writer's room. Um, really? And he, he is part of the writer's wow. room. Um, so yeah, look, we're getting a new Batman, but we're getting a Batman that is a little bit older because he has a 10-year-old son. Um, and for those who don't know, uh, the son of Batman, Damian Wayne, is the son of Talia al Ghul, yep. uh, which is a very, very big deal. The daughter of Ra's al Ghul, League of Assassins, the whole nine. That is the mother-father combo for this little son of a bitch. This little shit. I'm telling you, if you know Damian Wayne, he is a little. Sh he is a little shit. Oh, he's There's a reason why. There is a fools. reason why James Gunn went with this character. Um, oh yeah! Look, I I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea. It's a different take on Batman. It's something that we're never we haven't seen yet. Um, I have questions about it as to why they went with this Robin, uh, but I will say the one thing coming out of this because it's the one thing I wanted. The first thing I came to my mind was, well, that means Nightwing and the rest of the Bat family are out there. They yep. are out there. Mm -hmm. Dick Grayson, uh, uh, Tim Drake. Um, Jason Todd, uh, Batgirl, they are all out there doing their thing out in the world. And that means that eventually, hopefully, we will get them. So, yeah. 
And so, Andy, you are 100% right. Do not cast white actors. For, for Damian Wayne. Yeah, I was going to say. And Damian Wayne. Yeah. Um, so you brought up one thing that I've been thinking about uh, a second ago. The age of Batman. Mm -hmm. I'm curious how they do this because in no way do they have to make Batman older. 35 he, to 40. He can be 30. I was going to say anywhere about 35 because I mean, that means that thought, means he banged Talia Ghul at 25. That's plausible. Exactly. Absolutely. So in my mind is maybe he's like, <laughs> like maybe he was training league of assassins that's what i was thinking like he he was there when he was young and they yeah. hooked up and then he had to leave and left and uh. he grew up there and became a little psychopath I, I just love the fact that we're getting an openly like sex appeal batman like what's finally right. happening right like yeah, he's, he's finally low. gonna be banging around yeah we're waiting for it because yeah. so, like let's let's be honest bruce wayne is he's banging everybody like let's be sure. honest yeah yeah so Very true. I, I think that that is very much a lot of this for a lot of my questions have been regarded age like how old are you making superman i already and have the perfect Batman. you what oh well i already have the perfect Batman. well save it don't fan cast it. i want to say it's so bad well if kidding. you do i'm gonna take it um so, it's so good. i i just think i kind of almost don't want them to do like an older batman like i think you're gonna see an, an a mid mid to late 30s brian is what yeah because if they're going for older ben affleck you know what i mean like yeah. he's already the age that would think of like an older batman right but i'm thinking like like we said even if you said he was 22 when he met talia al ghul that's plausible oh I mean, absolutely people have kids at 18 so like it, yeah you know so he could totally <laughs> he could have banged talia and roz was like you're banished. Yeah. I mean, like, eh, like, I don't know. So Batman could literally be 28 or 30 with a kid. Cause I was, kid. I would imagine guys, Batman. I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I'm going to say who I want. Go ahead. Adorable. I'm, I'm going to say it because it, it would, it'll answer all the questions because you want to be able to say that I've been saying this since day one. I've been saying it for day one, but I've been saying it for a very long time. And Ooh. it, it only helps because he actually voiced the character. And he's recently played a very big hero, oh, Jensen Ackles. Don't, nice. Don't do that to me. That's Jensen possible. Ackles as Batman, who he has voiced Batman in animated form mm -hmm. before, would be an incredible Ugh. mid to late 30s Batman with a son. <sighs> I would not. Be I like it, but there's somebody I mean, else I want more, Jake. Well, you're wrong, Jacob. And his name <laughs> is Jake, actually. The actor that I want to play Batman. Dylan Hall? Yeah. That, oh, uh, I dude, don't Dylan uh, Hall be fucking fantastic. For this Batman? Perfect. Dylan Dylan Hall will be fucking fantastic. For this Batman, I would love it. I would love Jake Dylan Hall so yeah. much. Uh, give me uh, Henry Cavill as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just no, put Brian, everything on Brian, its head. Did you see what's currently happening on the internet? Of uh, what people said? People, people want henry cavill to play the leader of the authority yeah the, <laughs> i mean wow, i'm down that would it. be funny but uh funny. yeah i i'm very curious about this this is gonna be cool i kind of dig that like batman's kind of already established to the point where he has like connections already mm -hmm. out there because with this announcement it is clear as day that 
Batgirl is out there. Nightwing yeah. is out there. Like because these... Damien comes after all of that, right? Exactly. Damien is the final Robin. Well, the final yeah. male Robin, anyway. So yeah. it is very much clear that. Oh, Jeffrey, I was one hundred percent trolling. I was just being a smart ass. Uh, it is very much clear that the bat. Well, I mean, it said it in the article. It said the brave and the bold will introduce the bat family. Exactly. Like, there's a there's a possibility we see them all in the movie. Yeah. So it's wow. it's very cool to me because that's never been done before. You're usually getting an origin and all that, Not but it, you're getting action. yeah. Good. Well, I mean, honestly, it sounds like we're going to be getting the story we wanted with Ben Affleck's Batman, where he's been Batman for 10, 15, 20 years, right? Like we were were hoping 10 years. Yeah, it had to have at least been 10 years because Damien is anywhere between the eight and 10 range. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, either way, it's exciting. It's setting up a lot for the Batman universe. It's not going to be your classic Batman origin story. Like we love the Batman and everything that's going on with Robert Pattinson, but we don't need the same old stuff over and over again. This also, yeah. this also differentiates it from the Matt Reeves Batman. Like they are two completely different types. Absolutely. Of and I wouldn't, I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want a Damian Wayne in that Batman world. Like it just no. wouldn't fit to me. And I'll right say now anyway, yeah, this is the product that I'm most excited about the brave and the bold. Cause I love Batman, but who doesn't, but also it's like, okay, we could do like, Oh, he meets Dick Grayson. We've, I mean, even though we didn't love the movie, we've seen it like before. So I always thought, like, I don't want to say Damien's my favorite Robin because he's not, but I always thought that story's interesting. Like, when I'm he telling shows you, up, watch Son of Batman. It's an he's it's a like an hour and a half. Assassin, like it's great. It's so and good. like Batman's gonna have to like reel him in. Like, no, you mm-hmm. can't kill people. Like. So it's going to be interesting. Well, I mean, think about it. He was raised by the League of Assassins. Yeah. Like, and exactly. then he, and then he ends up, Batman learns that he has a son and then he becomes, he starts to live with Batman and, and try to take on the ways. And it's a whole thing. Like I'm watch son of Batman. It's great. It's, it should be available on HBO. If it's not shame on you. Um, but give your, give yourself an hour and a half or so to watch it. Cause it's really, really good. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, it's, it's kind of a big one. Um, and I'm going to let Mr. Avalicino take the reins on this one. Uh, but Green Lantern is officially coming. Green Lantern is officially coming. Uh, the previously announced Green Lantern show is no longer a thing. It's It's been canceled. That is the Greg Berlanti version. Uh, we are moving on with this one. Here is some backstory on this one. Uh, of all the TV series, Saffron and Gunn are most, seem most excited about Lanterns. Uh, Saffron described an HBO quality event. That is very much in the vein of True Detective. The show will focus on two of the best-known members of the Lantern Corps, Hal Jordan and John Stewart, who investigate a mystery that Saffron said plays a really big role leading us into the main story that we're telling across our film hmm. and television. So this is a very important show for us. I liken this, this the most important TV show, just as Superman Legacy as the important movie. Um, mm-hmm. and then it goes on to say it talks about the Greg Berlanti uh, stuff, how that was pushed forward uh, or pushed uh, pushed aside a little bit. Uh, but yeah, look, we are officially getting Hal Jordan back, and they are pairing him alongside John Stewart. Um, this is very very exciting. This is very exciting because Green Lantern, we've been wanting it, we've been pleading for it. 
for a very long time. Hal Jordan is arguably one of the most important characters in all of DC and John Stewart. It's just time that this dude debuts. Like it's just freaking time. This dude debuts. I know that we almost got it in Zack Snyder stuff, um, but that is no longer a thing. We're going to be getting two brand new actors playing these characters. Uh, Brian starts off, man thoughts on lanterns. So, 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 Exciting. <laughs> Lantern has probably been my favorite superhero forever. I mean, that was the first comic book I think I really like got into. Um, I, I mean, there is so much you can do with Green Lantern. It's insane. Like, I mean, you've got all the different color rings. You've got like so many different things you can go into so many different villains setups like i oh my god i cannot freaking wait for this i i don't even have words for it give me at some point like i want to see the full color spectrum of all the rings like just everything about this atrocitus larfleas like everything give me everything i cannot wait for this it's like finally finally they're gonna get to this and they seem to be already established because like obviously if they're already detectives and crap doing stuff like that you're not gonna get an origin story um i think if there's any origin it's for john stewart under the wing of hell Jordan. oh possibly yeah that that would Hal Jordan has one hundred percent been a lantern for years at this point. Oh, if yeah. anything, it would John just could, be a, a it could John be like Stewart John Stewart's rookie year as like a, he's a rookie a cop with Hal Jordan. That's yeah, that's the exactly. only other that's the only explanation for any origin. If not, they've been lanterns for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I because, do hope Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, they're both lanterns at one time, but Hal Jordan's been put into like a higher regard and a different specter. And then John Stewart takes like, over the earth. Quadrant, he's not even right? on earth anymore. Right? Yeah. So he basically yeah. kind of like goes off essentially. And then they uh, need someone to protect that sector. Yeah. Essentially. That's why. Um, so yeah, it, there's some, I, my only fear, I hope they don't make Hal Jordan just like the, like the established one only to kill him off. And they're not going to kill him. I, they're not going to kill him, Brian. I promise you, they're not going to. I hope not, because I still really badly want. I mean, to at least not right away. <laughs> yeah, they're I not. Don't... They're not going to kill him because of what happened in the 2011 Green Lantern. They're not going to do people like that. I hope yeah, not. I don't think so. I would. <clears throat> I would love to see like his the Star Sapphires and their relationship, uh, just all all of it. And I don't because like John Stewart obviously isn't in love with the star sapphires and whatnot i'm just getting so excited for the possibilities of this it could just be so massive this world there you could literally do a whole dc universe with green lantern and never set foot basically on earth it just it's that big so it's uh, i i cannot wait i would be floored if he's because he said that it's setting up the bigger picture, if they start out with Blackest Night, I would drop to the ground and pass out. Um, but is that time, like a huge DC storyline yeah, or what? It's yeah, it 
it's all, it involves all the colored rings. The black well, rings are basically necromancy. I don't, I don't know if they'll start there. I don't but think they, they could. Will. They could lead there. Well, yeah. they said they're going to uncover something that has to do with like the ongoing story that they're telling. But I'm guessing like Superman, the authorities, it's all going to connect and lead to some big thing sure. going on. Yeah. yeah. But um, yes, Gordon, Carol, that's that was I, what I was implying to her becoming a star sapphire. And maybe she already is one because she kind of becomes the leader of them, basically. So like that could be interesting if if how Jordan's well, already... how Jordan is established, he already fell in love with her. So, yeah, which means she might already have a ring, which would be wild to just start there. So I'm there's so much potential. And he seems to be like, I mean, like you said that he's they're so excited about it. Like. He's we're if Guardians of the Galaxy is anything close to this, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I, I'll stop. Well, they they know they know how important this is. They know how big this is because of the 2011, and they understand how big of a character Green Lantern is to the entire DC universe. Um, not just in the sense of like how much how big his world is. Obviously, it's galactic, and there's so many story possibilities. Not just with like the colored rings, but the amount of characters that are involved, the amount of worlds that are involved. Um, and how much he matters to Superman's and the Flash. Like, let's not forget that uh, the Flash's best friend is Green Lantern. Like, that's yeah. also something that we need. We need to see that on screen. Like, that needs to be seen on screen. Um, I'm, I'm very, I'm extremely excited. I think Green Lantern is very much up there in some of my favorite characters. Um, I think the the possibilities for this series is is pretty much endless right now, and I think they're going to go big. I really do. We know just from James Gunn's Marvel history that he loves space. He loves galactic stuff. Uh, he obviously set up the entire space quadrant of the MCU with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think he's going to be doing the exact same thing with Lanterns. Um, and Gordon, just to answer your question, uh, we're not going to reveal anything because that will 100% be a casting table episode. So stay tuned for all of that. We have a lot of new characters to cast. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, no, I... I am looking forward to this. Like, like you said, Jake, Superman is the most important movie. Superman is the most important project that they have to get right. It just is. But after that, it is this. Like, they could honestly, they could mess up on Brave and the Bold, and it won't hurt them that much. But if they mess up this Green Lantern show, like, it hurts the Green Lantern character and property very, very much because obviously 2011 was swinging a miss. So. Um, they have to do something and especially they already announced a show that people were questioning where is it where is it where's any news on this show nothing and i'm glad they actually canceled that one so and awesome. we're getting this and they said it's like a true detective show like i don't think it's gonna be dark and gritty but it could uh... be it could be i mean look it's a space thing there's gonna it's gonna be have like a spectacle it's gonna be a spectacle as well because it's in space obviously but it can be dark and gritty. It's not. It's just not going to be like regular humans dark and gritty. But it's going to be like sci-fi dark and gritty, I which I'm totally down for. Will lose my mind if I see a Red Lantern. Oh, I'm sure you will. Lose. If they're mind. established, Brian, you're probably going to see most. Which one is like the most evil one? Isn't it yellow? I mean, the technically the it's most evil one is the black one because they're yeah. It's necromancy. What if there's like a serial killer lantern but going around? Like I, that would be thing. that would be a uh, atrocious. That or could be you, it. What color is that atrocious? That's red one. He's the red leader one, yeah. of because they're 
they literally yeah. drive off like fear and, and or, like blood. <laughs> somebody having that power, like that's that's scary. So yeah. it's very possible. I can't it's wait. Very possible. Um, all right, we're gonna have to blaze through some of these other properties. We we are running out of time here, so we're gonna not go super quick, but we're gonna try to get through these. Um, the next one up we have is Supergirl woman of tomorrow which is super super exciting here this is a film let me go and bring up that image again if i have it up um just to make sure i'm showcasing this off let's see apologies apologies here we go here we go boom um it is right there down the second row in the middle uh supergirl woman of tomorrow not an official logo but it's right there no official release date for the film just yet um expect it in 26 or 27 uh and this movie uh, the title is actually a comic book run. It is a comic book run. And it's be- it's based off of Tom King's comic book run of the same name from 2021 mm-hmm. and 2022. Tom King is in the writer's room for the DCU. Wow. Um, and it features uh, Superman's coven- cousin, Kara Zor-El. And Gunn explained it's a very different type of Supergirl. Um, and he goes on to say, we see the difference between Superman who... W- was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he's an infant versus Supergirl, who was raised on a rock chip off of Krypton and watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years mm-hmm. of her life. Um, Gunn calls this Supergirl much more hardcore, though King's series also involves Crypto the Superdog. Um, this is interesting. So this is one of the projects that is actually named after something specifically. And this is the one that everyone is really talking about because you actually have a story to go off of. Like we can talk about this in full if they are to base it off of that comic. Obviously things can change, et cetera. Um, But there is no word if the Supergirl from The Flash will carry over. Uh, More than likely, you'll probably end up seeing a recast of the character um, for Supergirl. Things could obviously be different. Um, But I'm all for it. I think Supergirl, Supergirl is a very rich character. She is very interesting. She is so vastly different from Superman. Um, I've loved the character for a long time. Uh, I was obviously introduced to her through Smallville. Um, Laura Vandervoort played her for a number of seasons on that show. And then we got Melissa Benoist's character on the CW, which I thought was fantastic as well. Which I still loved um, her as Supergirl. Agreed. She was great. Agreed. I agree. Great. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens. I really can't. I think it's very interesting that they're going off of a comic run that was just in the last two years. Um, that's crazy. So I'm, all for it. Read I, it, I'm all for it. To be honest, yeah, I'm yeah, all for um, it. Totally I love this. Issues. Yeah, because they're first of all, they're not only treating Superman with respect and where he how he should be treated. They're also treating Supergirl with that same respect. Like, how many movies were announced? There's five movies announced, right? And then chapter movies. one, mm-hmm. one of them is a Superman movie. One of them's a Supergirl movie, and that's big. And I love that. And it, he's right. Like. She was already like a teenager, right? Or a grown woman when Superman was shipped off to Krypton as a baby. Like she knew him as a baby. Like, so imagine like you go and then you end up on Earth too and your cousin's all grown up. And it's like, it's such an interesting story. So I can't wait to see this. I'm so glad she's getting a film, like a theatrical Mm -hmm. film. I agree. Great. I agree. And it, from what I understand the story, she's helping out. Actually, I think I pulled it up. Here we go. This is the synopsis from Woman of Tomorrow. An alien girl seeks her out for a vicious mission. Her world has been destroyed and the bad guys responsible are still out there. She wants revenge. And if Supergirl doesn't help her, she'll do it herself, whatever the cost. 
Nice. So it sounds like it's taking place out in space. Yeah. Everything in space. Well, yeah, it sounds <laughs> hey, like Green Lanterns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, when I first heard the word Supergirl come out of my mouth, I was pissed because I was like, dude, you're just setting up Superman. Like, we're already getting another super person. Then I heard how she's kind of jaded and living in space and does. And then I went, oh, like, yeah, I it's not like the same story. That. Like, it's, I was, very much like okay like this is gonna be cool so um i love the the spin on like because i was like that was my biggest thing i was like you're already gonna set up two super people in this world but she isn't like necessarily like sounds like the best of super people so uh yes please all right let's go ahead and uh move on to the next television show very interesting one that I'm sure one person on this panel is extremely excited about. And that is Paradise Lost. Let's talk about some Paradise Lost here. A Wonder Woman prequel taking place on the island of Themyscira, uh, the home of Diana. And it is being described as a Game of Thrones-ish story. Interesting. Saffron said it's really about the political intrigue behind a society of all women. And James Gunn added, how did that come about? What's the origin of an island of all women? What are the beautiful truths and the ugly truths behind all that? And what's the scheming like between the different power players in that society? Um, the pro provocative title recalls the Paradise Island Lost comic series authored by Bill Jimenez and George Perez, which followed a civil war on Themyscira. However, that run directly involved wow. Super or Wonder Woman, excuse me. Um, it's been said this is a prequel. It takes place before Wonder Woman. Um, and so it very much could be based on that comic series, just not including Wonder Woman. Um, interesting. But either way, we're getting the Island of Themyscira. I think it's very interesting. Um, obviously, there's a lot. Like they said, it's a very political. Like, how does that all happen? Like, what goes on there on the insides? Because we've never really dived into that, obviously. So I'm all for it. I think it's going to be interesting, especially as a TV series, like a week-to-week -week thing. Yeah. I think that's a really smart idea to do it that way. Jacob, what about you? Game of Thrones style, <laughs> Wonder Woman prequel on the island of Themyscira. I don't know if you know HBO's telling them, hey, drop like some of our show names when you're comparing the shows to the shows that you're making. But either way, it's cool because HBO's going to be making them. So... It, it works either way. Um, this is interesting to me. Like I'm all for a Themyscira show, a Game of Thrones-esque Themyscira show. I don't think they do it without Diana. Even if it's like a 15-year-old Diana, I don't think they do it without her. I think she will be in the show. Honestly. I, I'm pretty sure they said it's before Diana. I'm pretty they sure they said, they said that, it, it's though. before, not like, like before she's born, Diana is. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Well, we don't know for sure yet, but I'm just saying like, I, I they're probably having those discussions because I bet you probably the executives are like, no, one woman has to be in the show. And James Gunn's probably like, no, I have this story I want to tell without her. I'm cool either way. I'm, I love the, um, like the, I don't want to say the political, but just the way that world is run. I mean, we saw it in the first two Wonder Woman movies. Um, and look, I think it's going to be very different than that. Right. Um, because I, I kind of hope so. Like, I just, I, cause it, you know, we're, it's not going to be like Connie Nielsen playing the character, right? Like it's not going to be 
Like it's not going to be those characters. It's a different <laughs> brand new Themyscira. And well, it's going to be those characters with different actresses. Yeah, which I'm totally like. We're gonna with, we're right? gonna get Hippolyta. Um, yeah. We're gonna get uh, what's uh, what's the ant's name? General um, Antiope. Antiope. Oh, we're gonna Antiope. get those characters yeah. just played by different actresses. Yeah, I'm so, all for it because like if you look, if you made a show, if you just made a show out of the blue where it's like all women cast, like stupid people are going to complain. But Themyscira, it already exists, like, in fiction. Like, it's already a, a world that exists in D.C. where only women live there. And it, they already have it right there, the, you know, the starting point for it. And now they get to build something around that, which I think is really I, cool. I would love, like, let's say, like, they're aiming for this show to be, like, two seasons. So how right? about if you say what I'm thinking, I'm going to lose my Go mind. ahead, Brian, just in case. Go ahead. Okay. I think what you could see is the potential for already having different Wonder Woman set up. Mm. Um, maybe like um, Diana's there and she's part of one house, let's say, or maybe, and maybe Nubia is a part of a different one. Like that'd be kind of cool to have them already there. They're maybe just fighting for the title of wonder woman or something i don't know but i do what gordon said is what i originally thought of is kind of like you're getting the young hippolyta leading up to, to that, that, that kind of leads to what i was gonna say okay perfect i i think there's a high high chance that if this is a prequel and because right now wonder woman's not officially on like the chapter one of this right mm. say this is two seasons or even one season that post credit scene or the final episode is when Diana is actually born or brought to life. Yeah. Well, right. Cause if, she has multiple backstories. If she, is she born or is she mad at clay? Like, right. But I think that Zeus, I, her father, <laughs> I think it would be, I think it would be very cool if the show actually ended with Hippolyta essentially raising Diana. Like we, like the final scene or final moments are, diana coming and then we obviously know what happens from there like we don't need to yeah. see that no i'm right? cool with that i'm cool with that honestly because obviously it's gonna take place you know before superman like mm -hmm. superman legacy right it's gonna be like 30 years before that or something so yeah. if it's that if that's the case then that's totally fine because eventually like i know we're not starting with the justice league or anything but eventually i want to see a full-fledged like justice league uh hall of justice all that so you gotta have one woman come around at some point. Can you imagine like the buildup of like the years to finally getting to that point? That's gonna be so much more special than just like Yeah, I'm know. all for it. I'm yeah. all for it. Well, that was the complaint about the whole <laughs> Batman v Superman Justice League stuff. Like no, I know, and I'm just no saying like right? if yeah. we have to like we're basically working by sitting here watching all of this stuff, and then eventually them teaming up is gonna be like, holy crap, it's finally happening. So, mm -hmm. um, all right, let's move on to our final movie here. Just making sure I get my timestamps down so I can clip all this out later. <laughs> um, Swamp Thing, our final movie that we're talking about here. Let me pull up this graphic one more time. Swamp Thing, the bottom right hand corner over there. Very cool looking logo. That can I say something before you go into it? Just sure really quickly. These last two were the two characters I would have bet. All of my the, money on that. The last, the last character is the one that I was hoping for really badly. Uh, the last two. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about them. The last two, I um, knew he was going to grab input. Go ahead, Jake. Sorry. 
Um, These are the two I was talking about earlier. So Swamp Thing, uh, probably the most interesting uh, character that is announced as a first batch of characters for the DCU. This is what is said in the Variety article. Easily the most extreme example of Gunn and Saffron's conviction to diversify the DCU, Swamp Thing will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing, Saffron said, through the prism of horror. By way of explaining further, Gunn referenced the initial uh, reactions to the Guardians of the Galaxy joining the MCU and initial questions about how Rocket would be standing next to Thor. That mashup quality would end up being one of the highlights of Infinity War and Endgame. Gunn said they're one-upping that approach with Swamp Thing. This is much more of a horrific film, but we'll still have Swamp Thing interact with the other characters. Um, So look, it's clear that they are... They're picking and choosing these characters specifically. They're trying to touch every possible corner that they can while also making sure that these characters will, in fact, interact later on at some point down the road. I love this. I think Swamp Thing is such a rich and different and cool character that needs his chance to shine. Um, We had that TV show that uh cbs or cw or someone just absolutely obliterated that they canceled before people actually said it was people said it was actually really good and they never got a chance to see it um i i love this i i think this is so cool and look james gunn has a horror background that's what he's passionate about mostly he comes from that background it is obvious that this was going to be something at some point Mm -hmm. so i'm all in at swamp thing i think it's gonna be super cool um and i can't wait to see what it looks like yeah same no i look i learned a lot about swamp thing honestly from harley quinn because poison ivy's in the show and uh he they they can connect something called the green where it's like all plant-based characters can can connect that and they can they could communicate through that like they can talk to each other they can literally like rip the world in half if they wanted to uh like Swamp Thing's very, very powerful. Um, and so there's so many different things you can do with that. And I think because he's that powerful, he's so tapped into the earth and all of that. I think he can play a big part in the DCU. Like, because if earth is in trouble, like he's going to feel it. He's going to he's gonna be able to sense it. Well, he's also and, a part of the Justice League Dark. Yeah, so... and Constantine, Zatanna, Swamp Thing. Like, yeah, so I think we're going to... Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. And look, it's a horror movie. It, it I love that they're like announcing theatrical films for mm-hmm. some of these characters. It's great. He's gonna make this a scary ass movie. I wish it's gonna be terrifying. He directed this of all of them. There's a possibility that he might. I mean, there's not. But a I also like... wouldn't mind him getting like like uh, no, somebody like James Bond. <laughs> no, not James Bond. I was gonna say the guy um, that he basically like kind of tutored that did um what was the horror the horror superman movie oh yeah 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 oh, um, um i know it yeah. with the kid <laughs> yeah you guys challenged me to it because uh, james gunn yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah, james yeah, yeah. gunn executive produced and he pretty mm-hmm. much hand plucked that director there's a director right there david morofsky yeah. yeah there you go he can direct swamp thing why not yeah i don't mind i mean if as long as james gunn like He's producing it, obviously, and it's not like a fake producer. It's like he's actually yeah. has hands-on, you yeah. know, work on it. Yeah. Um. Yes, please. I'm all for this. Especially again, DC can get away with doing 
are and stuff like that. Whereas Marvel can't. This is where you step into that because you have a leg up on Marvel in this sense. DC or Disney is not going to do a a horror R-rated superhero movie. I mean, we did just get Werewolf by Night, but that's okay. But that's not R-rated horror. Deadpool 3 is coming, Brian. Horror. There we go. Horror is the word I'm <laughs> Yeah, Deadpool I know. I know. Horror movie. Yeah, it's no. going to be a horror already movie just to do it. Yeah. Right <laughs> just watch. Um, all right, let's get to our final project here. One that I cannot wait to talk about. Uh, I love this character so, so much. And let me just make sure I get my time, ta- time stamp down. He's um, such a douchebag. And I- <laughs> Booster freaking gold. My boy. Uh, where's it? Where's his logo? Right there in the middle. Look at that. Right under Superman because he's that important. Right uh, in the middle of be, the middle. Yeah. It is going to be a live action series, which I absolutely love. Um, Booster Gold is so cool. So my first introduction to Booster Gold was through Smallville. Uh, he has a pretty good arc in Smallville. Um, and I've, I've read some comics with him before. Let me go ahead and read what they said here in the article. Finally, there's Booster Gold, which allows the DCU to fully stretch into outright comedy. While he may not be familiar to casual fans of DC, the character, also known as Mike Carter, is a fan favorite among devoted readers. Saffron called Booster a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back at today and pretend to be a superhero. In the 25th century, Mike is a disgraced former football star who uses a time machine on display in the Metropolis Space Museum. Added gun, basically, Booster Gold is imposter syndrome as a superhero. Uh, that is the first time in Smallville... He literally, like the first time we ever see him, he just shows up from time traveling and saves someone from like a car crash or something. And Superman's oh, like, but uh, he knew the car crash was coming. Yeah, because like, like he, you know, like, and Superman's like, uh, who the hell is this guy? And then it's like the whole thing breaks out. Um, wow. I love this. I love this so much. I love that it's a TV show. I am terrified on who is going to play him because I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. But the same person I am, I I have a feeling that James Gunn has already casted Chris Pratt to play this character. Um, Really? I have a very scary feeling that Chris Pratt is playing this character. Um, But I have another person I think would be effing perfect for this role. Does he happen Um, to be uh, co-named Hangman? He sure does. Glenn (laughs) Powell would be perfect for this role. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Chris Pratt. You know who else would be perfect? I think Jacob would really like this. Zach Efron. Hey, I'd be that would that. be hilarious. Zach Efron be, would be really I, good, and he can do comedy. I could Zach totally Efron would see be Zach Efron really doing good. it. Yeah. Um, I, anyway, I love Chris I, Pratt, by the way, but no. Yeah, I I love this. I uh, for those who don't know who Booster Gold is, his backstory is so effing bonkers. He is from the future. He is like completely just crapped on by the popular superheroes of that year of those years. And he's like, F this, F you. I'm going to time travel and become a superhero in the past. Um, And what's cool about this is that uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle go hand in hand a lot. And what are we getting this year? Blue Beetle. So there is a huge possibility that Blue Beetle of this year continues on and we get Blue Beetle in the Booster Gold series. Either way, I'm all for it. I think it's super, super cool. Um, I just can't wait to see who plays him. Like, I I want Glenn Powell or Zac Efron. That's, That's all I want. Now I just I want can't one of them. unsee yeah. Zach Efron yeah. as the role. I mean, I don't know much about Booster Gold. Who's oh, it is Blue Beetle, right? The one they always but it's the Ted Cord one. It's not the but still, you could still have a connection there. Um, 
like somehow you because i think just because uh blue beetle isn't about ted cord that doesn't mean ted cord can't be in the universe still or well or somehow. so the technology of blue beetle couldn't comes from cord industries yeah so you can still have it play into it in some way uh but yeah i i look people have been talking about booster gold for years like doing something with him so mm-hmm. I, I can't wait look at how much of a douche he looks like come on yeah. Just give it to us. Yeah, there we There's go. There's some other names <laughs> that I, because I, I literally sat there thinking, like, who would be good for this? Obviously, the ones that you came up with, Jake, are just like the hangman one would just be. It's it's almost you cute. know you know who else mm-hmm. would be good, and I would hate to see him go over there, but Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, yeah. little older uh, one. Yeah. I was if. You know who else I was thinking of? Just out of the pure, like, cheesy playing one, Alan Tudyk would be pretty funny. <laughs> like, he's I, not he, superhero type though. Yeah, but he would be a hilarious. Like, like I mean, huge... they did say he's a loser from the future. I think Alan Tudyk could play that. <laughs> uh, other, one, other one I thought of was uh, Channing Tatum. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, he could. I'm still holding out for Marvel to do a gambit with him. You yeah, I know. Saying? But like, Ch- Channing Tatum can be pretty damn. Yeah, funny. he like, could do I, it. I wouldn't be mad if they. I immediately think it. of how he is within. Uh, what is that? Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street. No, the one where he. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. This, this is, is the end. end. This is the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So. No, he's funny. He really is. Gordon, you're right. It was the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle in Smallville. Correct. Oh, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Did did him and. Uh, him they did they interact him and oh booster yeah gold? 100%, yeah oh they did mm-hmm. oh interesting jake i looked cool. booster gold in smallville and i was like oh maybe using it earlier season nope season 11 no no not season 11 because there was only 10 seasons oh really it might have been season 10 then it said it was either 9 or 10 it was it was late on it was late uh live action smallville episode i don't know oh what no episode sorry. I was reading it wrong. It said uh, I was reading the year. 2011. So that was season 10. That was season 10 was 2011. Yeah. Manzo, I love the pick, but uh, no, no, thank you. Not Neil (laughs) Patrick Harris. Oh, dang. He he didn't come till one, two, three. He came late. He was the five episodes before the finale. Yeah, he was late. I'm telling you, he was late. Yeah, It's called Booster. He was yeah. the grand finale villain of Smallville. Because yeah. he <laughs> he's so much, he's such a douchebag. Yeah. There's 217 wow, total episodes. He came in at 213. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, if you just watch those episodes without any context, you would laugh your ass off at So does Booster Gold have powers? He has technology. Okay. He would essentially That's... be Kang but, trying to be like. But he uses, he has access to future tech. That's why. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Makes sense. In our like, world, he's super. How far it's, ahead in the future is he? Do we know? Like, I think it's like the 25th century. I want to say or something. Oh, Ooh, I know. so let me. Let so me his technology on. would be very advanced. Like, so it would Enough make him seem like believe him. That, yeah, like the 20. So uh, he was he was born in 2442. So the 25th century. Ooh, yeah, they got everything then. Teleportation, all that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, like it's. It's going to be super cool because we're going to be seeing they're going to they're going to have to tell 
the story of him leaving his time, which we're going to see all of that. We're going to see the future. Yeah. We're going to see all of that. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but Superman might be alive at that point because booster gold is a fan of him. Could be. That's, that's where all this comes from. He's a fan of Superman. If, if not, it might be like a statue or a museum or something. Yeah. Like, but he's a fan of Superman and that he like basically tries to impersonate him in a way. But he calls himself Booster Cole. <laughs> but why does he have to go back to the time like during this time? Because you know? Superman is exactly active. so yeah. That's why. Well, he that, goes that's back why he, to like well, okay, prime sorry, Superman my, years. He he does that, he does that in Smallville, because that's when yeah. Superman is active. In the comics, I'm not too sure. I haven't yeah. read too much on it, but all I know is that he comes no, that back. Makes sense. To, he comes back to the 21st century. And he just starts saving people to try to be a superhero. So it's gonna be awesome. I'm telling you, Booster Gold is gonna be so cool, right? Like, oh my god, Vapion, this is so true. He is totally like Captain Amazing in Mystery Men. That's absolutely yes. I kind of want to watch this now. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, it is. I can't wait for Booster Gold. That's one of the things I'm most looking forward to for sure. And I, I please need Glenn Powell or Zach Efron to play this character. It love it. If they can make Peacemaker be like that type of funny, yeah. this is yeah. right up a Peacemaker type style. Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. This is going to be fun. I, it's going to be so fun. I'm excited for all this DC stuff. I know there are people going to be upset, but, you know, this, who knows? This could be, I mean, the start of something super fun. And that's what I'm looking at. I, I think what DC has done is they've definitely um, separated themselves from what Marvel's did. They've kind of they've plucked the original populars, and they've you know kind of put some obscure, different stuff around them, which I think is very smart. They're introducing people to new things that have never been seen before because people do not want to say the same thing over and over and over and over again. Um, and there's just I guarantee you, there's probably stuff they didn't announce too. Oh, 100. percent Oh yeah. There's probably yeah. ten more. Pro- ten more. He said this is a announced. part of chapter one. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's definitely more stuff. Yeah. Um, and I love that they're called chapters. I just I know I already said it. I just think that's and it's it's so different than Marvels that that I love it because it very much DC does a lot of stuff that feels like chapters. Like Injustice had chapters. So it was. I, I love that way that they're going through it. It's awesome. Gods and it's gonna, it's gonna be very very exciting. Um, any any final thoughts, boys, on uh, anything here DC wise before we wrap up? Okay, so what's everyone's number one thing they're most excited for? Mine's obvious. Mine's lanterns. The brave and the bold. So basically, just no. Jake. What's you? <laughs> <laughs> Say booster gold. Mm. No, I I'm gonna say the brave and the bold because Nightwing was the one thing I wanted. Oh yeah, and nice. it's it's the one thing that I want DC to do. Um, and there's a chance of seeing him in that or possibly being teased. So I'll just yeah. say the brave and the bold for fair. that reason alone. That's fair. Um, next would be lanterns. I think those are the two projects that I'm like looking mm-hmm. forward to the most. Um, but yeah, so uh all right everybody that's gonna wrap up the show for the week um a lot lot of covered here you know picked on a lot here there's there's obviously a lot to talk about with dc i'm sure the conversation is not done again the dc coldest is not here to discuss this with us 
uh, tonight. Gio will definitely be putting his thoughts out there. I'm no, sure. Altis, he's a shill. DC shill. There you go. The DC shill. Hey, shills um, get paid. So we're, you know, where's his money? Who knows? He might be getting that. Maybe that's yeah. why he's not here because he's too big that's for true. us now. Who oh knows? yeah, yeah. Um. Sure. All right. Let's do some quick plugs before we wrap it up. Jacob, where can everyone find you online? Yes, on Twitter at Jacob Bartley eight two four. That's it. That was quick for now. Uh, Brian. B of Alcino on Twitter and Instagram. Join my book cult on Goodreads, uh, which is my name. Jacob's in my cult. He's a part of my cult now. I did join. I got uh-huh. two books on there. Uh-huh. I got to go uh, add all my other ones. Yep. And then a certain point of view with Jake, because we just talked The Last of Us. And it was sure nice. Amazing. Um, at Qui-Gon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm gonna talk about some of the DC stuff on my own TikTok if you want to follow me there. Um, just note for Bad Batch review, guys, we are not doing it tomorrow, that'll happen on Thursday. Uh, we got to push it to Thursday. Um, so we will be reviewing and talking Bad Batch on Thursday. Uh, just got some things going on tomorrow. Um, so all of our Star Wars I'm busy will happen on Thursday. That's so. why it's all good. I mean, we're all, we're all busy. Um, and we'll be back here next week for Apocalypse Now. Um, and then, you know, maybe possible DC show in the future. So to everyone watching live, we appreciate you guys. Stay safe. Um, you know, do your thing out there. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.